Hey family, it's Pastor Travis and I am so excited about this week's message. Listen, you need to turn up your phone, your car, however you're listening because it's about to go down. I pray today you are inspired and that your faith is increased. If you want to partner with the awesome vision of Forward City Church, go now to forwardcity.tv slash give to get involved. Hey, I love you. Remember your past is gone, your future is waiting. So prepare to move forward. Just for a few minutes, I'm going to continue this, this series called Simple. We've been in for several weeks. Haven't been blessing anybody. Hey, if you're late to the party, no worry. There's technology for you. Facebook, YouTube, podcast, Forward City app. We fancy like that. Get the Forward City app. You can catch up to the messages. But I've been enjoying this series Simple. It ain't easy, but it ain't complicated. It's simple. Jesus gives us in his books non-negotiables to helping us live a steady life. I, I don't believe that we're supposed to be living up and down and all around. We're supposed to have a constant flow with him. And he gives us principles to build a firm foundation upon so that we can have this life, life and more abundantly. So we've been sharing several weeks now evangelism. We shared on prayer. We shared on studying scripture, fasting. Uh, last week, serving. Low man wins. Anybody was here last week? And so today I'm going to talk about generosity. I'm going to talk about giving. The title of today's message, I'm going to do it in 20 minutes. It's called The Gift That Keeps On Giving. The gift that you are a tall elf. The gift that keeps on. Let me get that hat, man. Can I wear that? Bless you, man of God. Y'all give Jason a hand. The gift that keeps on giving. Now, before you judge me, I do teach my kids to believe in Santa. Santa's name is Travis Green. I tell them <laughs> from age one years old, <laughs> I ain't giving nobody else credit for my hard arm, but <laughs> ain't nobody coming down your chimney. Mama and daddy, through the grace of God, were able to give you this toy. I am Santa Claus. Um, Christmas is weird, man. It's a weird season. Here's why. Because for kids, it's magical, right? They're so excited. But for adults, a lot of adults, Christmas, the same season for a lot of adults is like stressful, right? Like many of us find ourselves burnt out and overwhelmed. And today I want to talk about this idea of generosity. But how can we talk about generosity without talking about the most selfish man who ever lived? His name, ladies and gentlemen, is Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge was created <laughs> by a man named Charles Dickens. Y'all know I'm a nerd. I'm just going to show you a little bit of my nerdiness now. Charles Dickens was in London. This is a true story in 1943. And he writes this book. It has probably had the greatest impact on Christmas. You don't know this. Called A Christmas Carol. I'm going to tell you why this book has had so much impact on Christmas. Because of this book, the phrase Merry Christmas became popular. Because of this book, families eat dinner together on Christmas. Because of this book, the Christmas spirit, that comes from this book. Generosity and Christmas, that all comes from this book. Ain't that crazy? A Christmas carol. It's about this mean, old, greedy man called Scrooge. Now, Scrooge had a lot of problems. And so what happens to Scrooge, he gets visited by a spirit. You call him an angel to try to spiritualize it. So three angels come and visit him. The spirit of Christmas past, present, anybody went to school, and future. All right. So what happens, long story short, what made this book so amazing is because of really what it teaches. The moral of the entire story 
is that he learns this lesson from his past, his present, and future. That the destinies of others are hanging in the balance of our generosity. How many people have been accelerated to their destiny or held back from it because of your willingness or unwillingness to be generous? Now, when I say generosity, most of us immediately start thinking about money. I'm not just talking about money. God has given us the ability to be generous with many other things. Here's the craziest part about this book, A Christmas Carol. When I pray, God just give me weird instructions. It's like, study the book. So I went to study. I got all this research for this book. I was like, oh, my God, it could preach all by itself. I'm not going to do that to y'all today. But this is one crazy thing. This is how I know that it wasn't me talking to myself. Guess what day the book was published on in 1943? December 19th. Ain't that creepy? <laughs> today is that. Can we clap for Charles Dickens? I'm kidding. Don't clap for him. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. It wasn't a great man. <laughs> But it did come out in December 19th. Here, here, here's what I want to talk about for the next few moments. It's from this passage. If you ain't down with Charles Dickens, you should be down with this guy named Apostle Paul. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. He writes a letter to the Corinthian church. He's teaching them on generosity. And I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation. And because we're in a hurry today, I'm not going to dissect it like I typically do. I'm typically, I don't know why that word is such a challenge. I cannot say typically, she says every time, literally, typically, do. Hey, you hold a mic up here for 20 minutes and see how many, you online laughing? You try this. (laughs) I'm not going to dissect it like I normally do. There are synonyms out here. But I will let the text preach by itself. I'm going to read it from the Passing Translation. Y'all, this thing is the bomb.com. I'm telling you, it floored me. Every verse is tattooable. You ready for this? Verse 6. My wife won't let me get a tattoo. Verse 6. <laughs> Paul, here's my point. A stingy sower will reap a meager harvest. Ooh, don't judge my harvest if you don't know my seed. But the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. Let giving flow from your heart, not from a sense of religious duty. Let it spring up freely from the joy of giving. Man, I have joy in giving. All because God loves, watch this, hilarious generosity. Ha, 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 ha. It's hilarious. You ever gave something and then after it, you was like, man, why did I just do that? You just got to laugh, not to go crazy, but like, I just gave a car. <laughs> ah. Hilarious generosity. Yes, God is more than ready. I, when, I, when I saw this, I'm not going to do it. Do it for the bond. I ain't going to do it. When I saw this, I got so excited because it says that God is more than ready. That means there are some things that he ain't really to hold up on. My generosity is. God is more than ready. Watch this. Here you go forward. To overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you hear something else will have more than enough of what? 
O-M, God. Every moment and in every way. He will make you, make you, make you. Psalm says he makes me lie down. He will make you overflow. Woo! With abundance. And every good thing you do. I just heard this from the Lord. Quit apologizing for what he's allowing you to overflow with. Well, I don't want nobody to see me drive this because they might just. Let them judge. They don't know. He will make you overflow. My God, that's good to my left toe. Good God Almighty. With abundance in every good thing you do. Just as the scripture says about the one who trusts in him. Because he has sown extravagantly and given to the poor, his kindness and generous deeds will never be forgotten. Verse 10. Here we go. Are you ready? You're not ready. You ready? This generous God, who supplies abundant seed for the farmer. This is where the verse comes from. He gives seed to the sower. This generous God who supplies abundant seed for the farmer, which becomes bread for our meals, is even more extravagant towards you. First, he supplies every need, plus more. Anybody else getting excited? Then he multiplies the seed as you sow it. Y'all, I'm just reading. So that the harvest of your generosity will grow. You will be abundantly enriched in every way as you give generously on every occasion. For when we take your gifts to those in need, it causes many to give thanks to God. Can't just read the Bible. Got to read the Bible. Verse 12, here we go. The priestly ministry you are providing through your offering not only supplies what is lacking for God's people. Watch this. It inspires an outpouring of praise and thanksgiving to God himself. You didn't hear what I just said. He said your gifts not only provide for those in need, but it also inspires, and I never saw this before. I read this, I had to read it again and again and again. I couldn't believe it. He says your gift does two things. Two now I know about the first thing it provides to those in need okay I know that he said that ain't the only provision it's also providing me number two with praise so first it provides to those in need secondly it results in praise to God let me break this down you ready for this I do a lot of things on my phone I do Airbnb on my phone. I book flights on my phone. When I'm traveling, I Uber on my phone. I do DoorDash on my phone. And every time I'm doing any of those things, they always tell me, hey, do us a favor as a company and refer us to someone else. And they say, when you do, we'll give you credit. I never knew this before. What the Bible is saying here is that my generosity not only provides for those in need, but it gives me credit in heaven because somebody is praising God on the account of my gift. Did you hear what I just said? 
Oh my, there is somebody, uh-uh, no, 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 you don't hear what I just said. When I am tithing and giving, I am making room for someone else to hear the gospel, and they don't even know that they're praising God because of a seed you sown, but heaven knows. And heaven says, I'm going to collect this praise, and I'm going to give it to your account. Oh my God, there are doors that are going to open for you. You're not even going to know why it's opening. It's because somebody prays on your behalf. I'm going to give you 10 seconds to praise God for someone sowing into your life. My God, you are the harvest of someone else's praise. Oh, my God. So when I sow, it's not only providing for those in need, but it's also providing my God with a praise that he deserves. Matthew 2, a story of wise men that come to Jesus. They bring him gifts. You ever heard of three wise men? The Bible don't say nothing about three wise men. Just make up our own stuff says, wise men, three gifts. I can give you a lot of stuff like that that just mess you up that you thought was in the Bible, but I'm not going to do that because I don't have time today. We're in a rush. I typically do that, but I'm not going to do it today. <laughs> Matthew 2 <laughs> talks about these wise men <laughs> that come to Jesus. They bring them three gifts. They bring them gold, frankincense, mark. I'm going to give you three gifts that God has equipped you to bring. Do me a favor. Tell somebody through your mask. You got three gifts to bring. You got, you got three. Y'all looking like Sub-Zero. Got Scorpion over here. Sting over there. Three gifts to bring. Number one, give your gift. Give your gift. I brought some gifts today, y'all. Anybody want a gift? You got, you, you getting ready to get up like you just, <laughs> you just know this for you. Man, you're too antsy. Come here, Jonathan, this for you. You don't, no, Matt, you're too antsy, Matt. Thirsty. <laughs> open this up, John. Open, open that up for me. What you got there? Hurry, hurry, hurry. We're on the clock. We're on the clock being fancy. Ooh, ooh. That's an echo show. That's, not, that's yours, man. Bless you, man. Bless you, man. I like you, Jonathan. Everyone has a gift. Everyone has a talent. God gave it to you. Hear me. He gave you the gift so that you can give it to others. Hey, Jonathan, actually what I need you to do What's your name, my man? First timer. Huh? Soma. Yes, sir. Soma, this your gift. Y'all make some noise for Soma. My God, I told you at the beginning I like you, man. There's something about you. Jonathan is not in his feelings. He might be a little disappointed. I'm sorry, Jonathan. We'll get you something, Jonathan. Scout's honor. We'll get but the reason Jonathan isn't too hung up because he knows he's not the source of the gift. He know he didn't pay for it anyway. And we got a nerve to come to church and sit on gifts we didn't pay for. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm gifted in leadership, but I just don't feel like it. I know I'm a good communicator, but I'm still in my feelings about my last season. 
I know I can dance and create. I know there is more to me. But you know what? I'm going to take a break from God and from the people of God. And someone is not able to give God the praise on your behalf because like Scrooge, you too stingy. God understands. He ain't requiring me. I I need a five-year sabbatical. And during your break, people going to hell. Is that too much? Let me get out of there. Give your, somebody shout out me, give your gift. Give your gift. He gave it to you because he knew you would give it to someone else. God believes in you more than you believe in him. He knew that eventually you would wake up. And maybe on December the 19th, the day that a Christmas carol was published, you'll wake up. And become generous. Give you give. Here's the second one. Give your time. Who want to give? He ready. He ready. He ready. Open that up, man. Open that up. Now you already know you're gonna give it away, right? <laughs> Spoilers alert. This is an example. <laughs> Go ahead, open it. Ooh, that's a brand new Apple Watch. Don't sit down. Who want to give? Who want to give? Who want to give? Who want to give? Right here, right here, right. She got a notepad out. Give it to her. She got a notepad out. You, you, you get this. You got a notepad out. You got a notepad out. Who else got a notepad? Grab your notes in the air, wave them like you just so y'all stop. Give your time. Your time. Do you know time is the only thing that you technically can't get back? It's the most valuable commodity you have. Man, if you want to sow something, sow your time. How do I sow my time? By sowing compassion. By sowing joy into someone else's life. Man, something happened to me yesterday. I had, a, I had a tough night. I got hit with some news, and, and I'm very, anybody who knows me knows that I'm goofy, but I'm extremely, like, sensitive. Most creatives are. And so, like, if something hit me, it ain't got nothing to do with me, but it affect me, right? And so I got hit with some news. I was just so disappointed, and I was trying to study and just make sure I was ready for the day. My wife had the kids upstairs holding it down. And that's why, that's why every week I like to clap for my wife, because this is what y'all need to understand. I want to say this really quick. Anybody who serves, it ain't just you serving. It's your whole family serving. Like my kids give up Saturday nights with me so that I can be prepared for Sunday morning. They won't have to, but I procrastinate. Anyway, um, <laughs> trying to sound noble. Bro, you can prepare on Tuesday during office hours. Saturday's better. Um, <laughs> so yesterday, <laughs> I was... I was preparing, and I got hit with some news, and I just couldn't focus, man. I couldn't focus, so I called Pastor Matt, and I, I called him up, and I said, yo, man, just pray with me. I got hit with some stuff and trying to navigate through it, and so we started talking, and I just felt like a, I felt grief creeping up, and I like to catch stuff before it get, like, right up on me, so I saw it. I saw it hiding behind the corner, like, here I come, here I come. As soon as you lay down, I'm going to come, and I was like, I see you over there, grief. I know what this feels. This is pre-grief. I'm going to go ahead and deal with this. Let me pray this away before you even show up. 
And I'm, t- I'm teaching you, I'm telling a story, but I'm really teaching you principles. When you feel something creeping up, don't try to fight by yourself. I got on FaceTime. What you doing? I'm working on, I don't care, bro. I'm going through something. <laughs> he said, let me put my AirPods in. He went in another room. And just start talking through. And I got off the phone with him. And as I talked it out, God gave me an instruction. His instruction was for me to call an individual who don't even live nowhere near here, who I barely even know. I had to get their number from someone else, who I knew the situation was affecting more than it was affecting me. I called them, prayed for their family, and sowed a, a seed into their life. And can I tell you what happened? After I cashed after them, grief ran away. I want you to hear the principle. I sowed time. I reap joy. What if I told you that many of us have found ourselves in a cycle of depression because you ain't sowing your time into other people? I promise you, if you want to try me on anything, if you sow your time, your compassion, joy into someone else, you will, the Bible says it, you will reap, they that sow in tears will reap in joy. I'm telling you, man, God, the Bible says he is ready. He is more than ready to overwhelm you, but he's waiting to find a sower to give seed to. Give your time. Here's what giving your time means. It means slowing down to do what matters to God. Serving. Yesterday, man, I watched as several men just went around our new two knots location, which we are just a few weeks away from moving in. We're so excited about it. With the largest playground in the region. (laughs) And there were several men out there just picking up trash, just sowing their time. Do you know they have a harvest on the way for them that they can't even imagine? When you take care of God's house, he will take care of your house. Here's the last one. Give your finances. The Bible says in Luke chapter 12 verse 34, I'm done right here. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. In other words, Jesus, this is in red, you might want to pay attention. He says, your heart follows your wallet. Whatever you love the most shows up on your monthly bank statements. Any single mothers here? Any single mother of three? Single mother of three. Single mother of three. Where where are you at? I got a few back there. I've been hitting up the front all day. Let me get somebody from the back. A single mother of three in the back. Where you at? Give me a single mother of three in the back. Come on, baby girl. You don't have to bring the whole clan, just one person, just a representative. (laughs) There you go, come on. Y'all clap for her as she walk up the aisle. This is what I want to do. This is why I got a heart for a single mother of three, because I grew up in a single parent household with a single mother of three. This is what I'm going to do. I want to help with Christmas this year. So, here go $100. Oh, you grateful. Here go another $100. Oh, you grateful? Girl, here go $500. Take care of your kids for Christmas. Bless you. Bless you. You're in the right place at the right time. Getting the right miracle. 
You thought you was coming to church, but you pulled up to your miracle. Somebody praise God with her. Y'all ain't. Hey, man. The Bible says, give and it shall be given back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Be generous. Be generous. I got a feeling she was wondering how she was going to take care of Christmas. We got you. And we're just going to do a little extra. Let's double that. Let's do $1,000. Let's just... Let's do a thousand, man. Hey, the Bible literally says, you feel that? I'm going to tell you what you feel. The Bible says it's better to give than to receive, man. He gave you something expecting you to give it to someone. The Bible says in Genesis that he filled the earth with seed-bearing plants. That all harvest comes with the potential to sow more. He gives to you, not for you to hoard and keep to yourself, but for you to be a conduit, man, for you to be a blessing for someone else. He gives to you so it can flow through you. Give, man. Give, and it'll come back to you. Hey, something, something funny happened today. It wasn't really funny, but it happened. I, um, <laughs> I had an emergency at the house. One of the tubs in the house overflowed. And I'm talking about it was raining everywhere. Mad shouts to the guys who came over at the last minute and helped me. I sent a voice memo, my wife in the background. I mean, we just panicking. Y'all get here as fast as you can. We got a flood in the house. Come, come now. I'm trying. I'm 10 minutes away, PT. I'm on the way. They came, pulled up, and helped us out. I'm going to tell you how I knew it was a flood because I was in my room praying and studying because I'm a procrastinator, and <laughs> sitting there praying and studying, and I heard the sound of rain. But I knew it wasn't coming from the outside. It had a different sound. I said, no, nah, that's not outside. That's, that's inside. And I had an opportunity to overreact and say, baby, what's going on? God said, calm down, bro. It ain't that serious. And he gave me a word. He said, I need you to get yourself dressed and go to Ford City and tell somebody it's about the rain in the house. You didn't hear what I just said. You didn't hear what I just said. It's about to rain in your house. You've been praying. You've been trusting. You've been expecting. It's about the rain in your house. Not just on the outside. It's coming on the inside. Your children will be saved. Your children's children will be saved. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. It's on the way, baby. All you got to do is expect. Somebody lift your hands and praise them like you know. Hey, thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to commit your life to this Jesus that you've been hearing about, pray this simple prayer with me. God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. 
I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you got up so that I don't have to stay down. Come into my heart. Change me forever from the inside out. I'm saved. I am different. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed this prayer for the first time, or even if you rededicated your life today, I'm so proud of you, and you're not alone. Go now to forwardcity.tv slash brand new. We'd love to hear from you. Remember that in Christ, your past is gone. Your future is waiting. So move forward. Love you.